So then now starts the, the Russia chapter. Well, let me let me back up a little bit. Estonia at that point had just gained its independence and freedom. It's they they became free in 1991. So then you're there in 93, 94. 93. It was right. 93. So then it's it's fresh. It's yeah. And it was still probably. Um, you could feel the yeah. The 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 spirit the of oppression. <laughs> yeah. But the, but you just know the spirit of oppression. You can close your eyes, and just. Get on the train from Finland to Russia. And when you go in through Finland to Russia, you could just feel the pressure. You don't even have to the know. The shift. So then, so then you, go, you go and then you get everything ready for Russia. And then from Estonia to Russia, how did you get in? How did you, what did you take? What did you do? Uh, we, we, um, we went by... Our suitcases, we went, we had about, what, 13 suitcases? 16 suitcases. 16 suitcases. Yeah, yeah. I think that was And we didn't the, have to pay for any of them. Yeah. The era of the, you know, before they they started putting the a limit. Oh, okay, before it was regulated and charging people. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I had to pull 16 suitcases from the slow boat you know down into uh, in, in Estonia <laughs> two by two you know but we got we we uh, um, we we were to meet a Russian pastor in uh, in St. Petersburg and uh, we never met him but Michael Stubbs had been working with him. With connections. That's that was our connection. And so we uh, we were on a train going, never been on a Russian train. And so... Just like in the movies. And, and halfway through, uh, I think it was three hours in, that it stopped. We were sound asleep. It was like three in the morning. We had a, we had a what do you call that, a room? Like a cabin? Or? Yeah, like a yeah. cabin. And we were asleep, and then all of a sudden, bah, 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 the door. They bust in, it's a Russian. They were checking. Checking and for tickets? It's our tickets and, and... All our suitcases. And uh, so everything went, we had everything. It was good to go. And uh, so we went like this. And then a Russian guard came back. <laughs> and... I I forgot what he said, but what I gave him an American dollar. I don't know what you gave him. I gave him an American dollar, and he looked at it and he smiled and he walked away. That's all he wanted. And then uh, we made the rest of the journey to Saint Petersburg. I don't think it was a dollar. I think it was more than a dollar. <laughs> and. and uh, and we got there, and the the Russian pastor was there, and uh, but he didn't have a car. One of the one of the people that was in this church had a car. Okay. And uh, we we loaded up, and it was an hour's drive to get to the city, to Atradnia. So the city was what what? Atradnia. But Atradnia. we lived with the Russian pastor, we, in yeah. his house. Before we were able to find a place, remember? That's and where we we were introduced to the Russian elevator. 
uh, they were like little small little cubic. Yeah, and you things. can fit like two people in there. Yes. Only two people. So, so we went up and down, up and down, yeah. up and down. To, get, to take all our suitcases up there. We, <laughs> it was a, a, an ordeal. And we, we slept on, on their couch that opens up. Okay. In their living room. And they were so gracious to us. They let us stay there until we were, uh, the Lord gave us our own apartment. What major city was Atratnia outside of? Would be St. Petersburg. So St. Petersburg. Okay, so how that far outside of St. Petersburg? By bus. One hour by bus. Well, by subway and then by bus. Okay. So then, oh, yeah. so then you guys are there, and um, was there a ministry already going on? Did you, were you guys there to pioneer something? There was a ministry going on already. That was uh, the Russian pastor. Okay. That we were living with. Voloja and Tanya. And previously, um, the friends of ours, um, Mike and and Janny, they had, their church had ordained him to be the pastor. And they had like three, four hundred people in that church. Wow. And little by little, that pastor, he, he backslid in his heart. Once Mike took off and went into Finland, he just... He just tore, he messed up, he destroyed, well, the devil destroyed yeah. the church. So the church was about three or four new members, and then slowly, it just, they lost yeah. members. By the time we got there, there was hardly anybody left. But know. he had, they had that church, that church in, in Kiroski. Kiroski, we started up Dranya. That was a, the church we pioneered. Okay. And that one we would have, um, Dranya, we'd have a Bible study. Uh, during the week, and then we would have uh, church on Saturday. Church on Saturday. So, what did you guys do? Did you did you hit the streets with flyers? Did you just talk with people? We didn't hit the streets with flyers. No. Why we not? Just talk with people. Why well, did you hit the streets with flyers? Because we, Poppy didn't want to do that because we were trying to stay under the radar. Why was that? Because we were we wanted to stay there. Because if we had been found out. Um, it was very difficult to, to, to go in and say, we're here to start a church, we're here to... You can't do that. The Orthodox Church was real strict. Right. They, they control. still is yeah, they very control strict. But still. What we, we had met a pastor, his name was, was Nikki. Uh, oh, yeah, but he was in St. Petersburg, and, and he had already established a very good work. And he's, in fact, he's, he's on Channel 40 with the TBN. Yeah, TBN. Yeah, he's, he's he's the one that said to us, you know, that that he would uh, place a covering over us if, if when we need it. So we were That's, ready to do that when Poppy fell down, fly well, in the air, and yeah. But that's not why we left. Okay, but yeah. but let, I just want to kind of like bring some clarity to this because I think a lot of times people assume that everything you do in the states will work internationally. No, it doesn't. So what we were doing in the States at that point, Praise Chapel was doing street evangelism, mm-hmm. passing out flyers, preaching on the street, yeah. uh, inviting people to come to church. Mm-hmm. And, and then you go to Russia, and that is not the case. Because you're like, you know, like, like, I, like I understand it, and I think just for people listening that we can explain a little bit more, that if the government were to find out that you guys were there to start a church... Mm-hmm. They would not allow you to stay there. Yeah. 
Yeah. They 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 start calling us. They found out we were there again two years later, and they they were calling us to his to the office main office to explain ourselves to them. Okay. And that's where the the connection we had with Nikki was going to come together. Right. Where he was going to give us a covering, and and that's and and before that happened. Before everything, you know, they give us. Once we were, uh, he, he, once we were as a church, uh, and accepted, you know, we were able to. We would have worked more uh, as uh, uh, in in getting people to church uh, more openly. Yeah. Or more openness, we more, you know, to able to do. It. Yeah, well, what a, people were coming because of, of word of mouth. Right, right. You know, they uh, they knew what we were doing in Kiraski, and so in Athradnya, you know, uh, uh, because of the Russian pastor, he 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 uh, he was able to secure a, the, a room in the cultural center. Right, and right. that's when we were. He was, uh, uh, he was having services there, wasn't he? Having services there, Ooh. and then uh, Voloja. No, we got it on our own. For some reason, we got it on our own. I can't remember how, but the, somebody helped us. We was went it? in with our interpreters. We wanted to rent the room, and and we paid for it. It was so amazing. Because the people started giving their tithes and offerings, and by the time we we left, they were ready paying the room on their own. Yeah, the rent was ready coming in. It was self it was self supporting sustaining. Some of them couldn't eat sometimes, so they could pay their tithes. Wow, and and that money wasn't going to you guys per se; it was going directly to the yeah. ministry there right. in the city. So then, okay, so you guys are there in the city. Um, were you speaking the language at that point? We went to, we went, well, before we left Estonia, we, we had um, a six-word course, crash course of Russia, Russian language. Sheesh. Hardest language I've ever seen or heard. Do you, do you remember anything or do you have a phrase that, that you remember that you still kind of use? Because I know that. Dobra noche. Dobra noche. What does that mean? Good night. <laughs> Good night. For your health. Mush and Jena. Mush is husband. Jena is wife. And uh And I didn't what's Trasvuche? what's Trasvuche? You remember you were you were saying you were saying goodbye, uh, and that meant hello, and oh. then, and then you were saying desvidanya for hi, desvidanya. Desvidanya is is goodbye, right? Yeah. Like, uh, is hello. So then, uh, so then you you understood minor or, or small context yeah, of Russian. Yeah, we, we took crash course and crashed. In other words. Yeah. <laughs> what about numbers? Did you have numbers? Did you understand uh -huh. numbers? I knew better than him because I had a shop at the open air market. Yeah. When the, I started shopping more. I asked for so much uh, kilogram. Right. 
So you'd have the numbers give out, uh, ready to give out. Yeah. So, okay, so then at that point, you guys are, are speaking a small percentage of Russian. You're it was, we were mostly working through our, our interpreters. Interpreters. interpreters, but when we went out to go buy food... We didn't have them with us. We, uh, I had already asked uh, my interpreters how much should I say oh, okay, and have okay. money, you know, all... all you know, uh, you know, how much rubles, you know, that I would have ready for that, you know. What we were concerned about, you know, was when they knew that we were uh, Americans, that they would put up the prices, you know. But yeah. they didn't seem to have put up the prices. I, 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 uh, I didn't say more than I had to, you know, uh, you know, diva uh, kilograms, pajasta. You know, and uh, they would look at me, but they they would smile, but they would give me their price. They, and and they knew that you weren't speaking good Russian. Yeah. But I think it was the effort that they were like, okay. And, and, and <laughs> it, it was God keeping us. Yeah. You know, because the the they had young uh, young men who were part of the the Russian mafia all around. All around us, you know, in Russia, they, uh, I, I was, I was real careful about, uh, you know, us. There, I was care- more careful than I was in Estonia. Yeah, I you know. know, but uh, because I was concerned about uh, uh, our safety. Yeah, our safety or yeah. her safety, actually, yeah. and so, but um, our. You know, our it was the Lord was working all the way through, and uh, with the church, you know, we we the Lord helped us to you know we we loved them, and we we um, we didn't make them American uh, Christians. We made sure that you know they it was it was gonna it's all national you know it's all, biblical christianity it in is, russian just giving yeah. them loving them and, and yeah. uh, what, through our interpreters what, they what really were. Them was the fact that they i i remember people in our church in Akhtarania, they would say you know you're different than the other missionaries from america that come the missionaries from america that come they stay in the good hotels in the main city you live here like us. You walk, you don't have vehicle, you take our bus, you live like we do. You cook like we do. We want your God. Hmm. So I, that that made them trust us a lot. Right, they you're there with them. To us. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I was like, I guess it was all like different with us. Uh, and what uh, what we were doing, as like the way as your father does, you know, we we were told to just to uh, to learn about them, to know about them, live with them, and and let everything you know, let the Holy Spirit let the Lord just lead you, so to speak. Right. And it was a different it was a different approach. And uh, we had those. Uh, we had uh, the church in in Kiraski, 
and uh, the church in Athrania. They were about 45 minutes away from each other. But er everything, you know, everything that, uh, that we had done was the Lord led us and guided us and directed us all, all the way through. It's like, it was not something that we were looking for. We weren't looking to be pastors. We weren't looking to, uh, you know, uh, to be missionaries, you know. But when when God put the put it upon us, we it's didn't say no God. to Him, right? No matter what it was, we we didn't, you know. He told us to when we were in Russia there. He he told us, you know. He led us. We visit our the people in our church, we went to go pray for people. Uh, That's know. where the miracles happen. We prayed for uh, a, a lady. When you went out to pray for people. Yeah. That was Yeah. The, Even yeah. at the church, the miracles would happen. People could hear. They couldn't hear when you walked in. God did so many miracles. Just like in the Bible, one of our interpreters, they, she went to church. Her mom went with her all the time. And I said, what happened? Your mom's not here. And she said, oh, Sister Linda, she's very sick in bed at home. She, she gets this backache in her back very bad. And she only can stay in bed for many days. And then I said, well, after church, we'll go pray for her. Okay. So we went to her house, and the lady was in such pain. She's a very talented, gifted lady. She was a painter. And her, her mom was a very beautiful painter. And so anyway, she had paintings all over. And she was laying in bed, and I told her, let's pray for you. So Poppy said, put your hands on her back. So I put my hands on her back, and we, we you know, propped her with pillows. And then we prayed for her. And I literally felt, and you heard. <laughs> and I felt things happening in her back as we prayed. And it felt like everything got in order. And she said, what is this? This is a miracle, a miracle. She said, I can, I have no pain. She got out of bed and she gave us, she started cooking, made us chai and <laughs> it was just like that, that story in the Bible. <laughs> she was totally healed and she's never, as far as we know, she never had that backache ever again in her life. Wow. As far as we know, I hope that. She's healed still. What, what about this? Let me ask this. You guys, okay, so in context, you guys are, are t you're my grandparents, but you're two people from East Los Angeles mm -hmm. going into uh, basically what is the remnants of Soviet Russia. Yes. Uh, as Latinos, did you find any similarities between Latinos and Russians? A few words. What about just their, their family, their culture? Like, was there anything similar that you were like, hey, man, that's like... Kind of like well, the East borscht, L.A. <laughs> la, la, the borscht to us was like, to them, what it is to us, menudo. Okay. The borscht, that, that special soup. Um, that's about what... And then, of course... Um, what about how they treated their uh, mothers, their fathers, their grandparents? Very respectful to their parents. Okay, so so other than... And the older folks, they, so, they, they would give up their seats... For the older folks, when they get got into and the, the trial. bus, and they would be exhausted. Okay. They were they were just wonderful gentlemen and ladies, 
Except you see, of course, a lot of alcoholism. Right. People drunk in the streets, and it's so sad. But um, the babushkas were the worst that all killed me. I'll never forget that lady when we were shopping. She looked in the window, and she started counting her money, and then she looked in the window again and recounting her money, hoping that she made a mistake and she has enough to buy a piece of cheese. Mm. So Poppy said, go give her some money. So I went to give her money, and she said, Nyet, Nyet. Oh, pasiva, pasiva. And she bent down to, to kiss me. I said, no, no, get up. And she was able to buy her cheese, and she was so happy. Yeah. What, during that time you were there, did you, like, really feel compassion for the Russian people? Oh, yes. Do I you, still feel compassion. You still feel it? Okay. Yeah. Um, so, then, so then you guys are there how long? You're, you got there in 93. Three and a half years, but we were, came back home for nine months. You came back home a year in, or how long were you there before you came back? We were two years in when you fell, huh? Yeah, I think so. Two years in, and then and then what happened, Pop? You got to tell us the story. <laughs> well, we got up early because he had to go to St. Petersburg, and it was a task. It was okay. an all-day thing to go to St. Petersburg. To go into the city. Into yeah, I was going to get visas for us because our visas uh, uh, needed to be uh, My renewed. My visa needed to be renewed because I was going to come in and speak at the women's conference. They had the first women's conference they wanted me to speak at. And so I had to be here in America for two weeks. So Poppy went to get our visas to get them renewed. He had to do it anyway. So you had to do paperwork first. And, and at that time, the Russian mafia was really getting bad. They were going in and killing and raping the women in their homes, in their apartments, in their flats, taking over their flats. And since the police were not paid because there's no money, mm-hmm. it was just so terrible at that time. Although you, you see the teachers and all the civil workers still worked because they cared about the people. Right. But they didn't have no money. No money. Anyway. <coughs> so at that point, the Russian mafia, Russian mob is getting active. So he told active. me, don't answer the door yeah, to pretty. anybody. So Pop, you told Nani, basically in a way to, of, to protect herself. Yeah, don't open the door to nobody. Oh, we had to have door. First it was a, a wooden door, and then it was a metal door, and then it was a door with a with the bars. Okay, like a like a protective mm. gate. All the locks. So then what happens? Was I was walking across a, a small field in front of our apartments and uh, I slipped on black ice uh, and I my legs went up and I and my whole body was up in the air and I came down on the curb. And it, it, it hit me right here at my thigh, and uh, I, I, I grabbed it, and I just fell on the floor, and uh, I prayed. I asked the Lord to heal it, and it didn't happen. I go, okay, you're going to bring me, you're taking the long way around. I said, okay, so 
I uh, my the spasms in my legs uh, caused uh, me uh, pain to shoot through every so often. I just it just shot through and I couldn't move. I couldn't walk. And uh, how long were you there on this ice? Oh, about uh, a little less than an hour. And it was how cold outside? I don't know. It was. It's normally ten below zero on a winter's day, but it was a little bit warmer because it the yeah. ice was melting. That's why it was a little slushy. I didn't see the black mm-hmm. ice. It was like about five degrees, I guess. And and so they uh, some Russian guy he uh, put a ply shoved the plywood underneath me so I wouldn't be directly on the ice and uh, and I wrote on the on the snow uh, 74 I go moi doma my home over there you know I was pointing and they and a Russian guy ran over uh, to knocked on my door when he told me and he was he was pounding on the door and she wouldn't open the door. And then the Holy Spirit told me, open the door.